Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's time to lock into Divisional Weekend with You Better You Bet Countdown to Kickoff with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. 20 minutes from now, Odyssey Sports NFL insider Brian Baldinger stops by. We'll talk to Baldy about both of today's games. We'll recap yesterday and uh, spin it forward to Championship Sunday. Next hour on the show, it moved, all the line movements, uh, side and total analysis, your little heart could ever desire. And we've got... Injury news coming out of Buffalo as it concerns the Bills-Chiefs game. We'll tell you about that coming up in a little bit. Looks like it's going to be good news for the Bills as they host Kansas City in the uh, in the second game today. We were, Ken and I will spin it forward to Championship Sunday. We've got some look-aheads open right now. We'll tell you what our, our original thoughts are in these games. We look forward to that. And best bets coming up to close the show uh, an hour and 20 minutes from right now. But right now, as in like... Right now, uh, joining us to break down the games is our good friend, NFL analyst for our friends at CBS Sports, the great Will Brinson, host of the Pick 6 podcast. You watch him on CBS Sports HQ, you read him on CBSSports.com, and you follow him on Twitter, one of the best follows on Twitter for all things NFL, at Will Brinson. My friend, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy Divisional Round Sunday, my friend, to you and yours. Feels like it's been... So long since I've seen you or talked to you, Nick. Uh, we don't we don't spend enough time texting back and forth during these football games. Ken, hope you're well. <laughs> Good to talk to you too, buddy. Happy, uh, yeah, happy, uh, happy divisional Sunday to you. What uh, we just uh, we spent the first segment, will just you know, kind of our thoughts looking back on the two games that we saw yesterday with San Francisco and both one seeds, both dominant regular season teams. They both advance, but obviously in completely different ways. The Ravens kind of put away the Texans in the second half really comfortably, and the Niners need 17 different things to go this way, that way to to win kind of a coin flip ending against the Packers. What were you kind of thinking about as you watched those two games yesterday? Do you, do you think we're going to see these two in the Super Bowl? Any other thoughts from you on yesterday? You know, I think it's kind of interesting uh, looking back on the day in totality and, you know, these two one seeds have pretty similar paths, right? They both clinched one, the number one seed in the seven, after week 17. So both teams sat their players in week 18 uh, and then had the bye week and you saw slow starts. Now, 
you can attribute that to Green Bay coming out and playing really well, Houston having a good defensive game plan. Um, but clearly Baltimore adjusted. San Francisco did not. I sort of wonder just how much of that performance yesterday, how much of those performances yesterday, at least early from both San Francisco and, and Baltimore in the first half, sort of had to do with you know basically taking three weeks off when they were rolling as, as, as well as they were. Um, certainly, I think you can make the case for Baltimore Going to halftime, Mike McDonald makes adjustments. I think C.J. Stroud had 44 passing yards in the second half. Um, Todd Munkin makes adjustments. Lamar Jackson, a much, much better uh, second half than than I thought. I thought he started all right, started out fine, and then certainly uh, you know struggled in into into the break. Um, I don't know. I, I still think I think he can beat San Francisco. Um, we're talking about Detroit or Tampa Bay. I mean going to be big underdogs regardless of whoever is going to 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 play them in Santa Clara and then I, I've had the Bills or the Chiefs advancing past Baltimore uh, basically the whole time I think it's gonna be Buffalo uh, I think Buffalo gives them a much more much 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 better shot uh, just because of how Kansas City's played on offense but I mean clearly I think either one could beat Baltimore it was an awesome second half from Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald. And everyone's you know, talking about Ben Johnson and Bobby Slowick. How about Mike McDonald as a head coaching candidate in this cycle? Also, by the way, great singer. Keep forget, I'm not in love anymore. Love me so, Michael McDonald. Well, as far as Brock Purdy is concerned for the Niners, uh, like he, he did not play well last night, whether it's the rain, whatever, pressure in his face. Did, did, not, have, did not have a great game. To be fair was nails on the final drive and ended up getting his team over the finish line to championship Sunday, but not a great game from Brock Purdy. And I think people will remember the game on Christmas night against the Baltimore Ravens. And there are going to be a lot of questions about Brock Purdy, right, wrong, or indifferent. There will be a lot of questions about Brock Purdy. Do you think Brock Purdy's performance against the Packers on Saturday night, last night, more of like a one-game blip? You want to attribute that to rust and maybe like the weather? Or do you have legit concerns about Brock Purdy heading now into championship Sunday against either the Lions or the Buccaneers? I don't know if I have them against the Lions or the Buccaneers just because of what the 40 – well, I take that back. I mean, I think that Debo Samuel is a big factor. I mean, he was a huge factor. Like, you know, we talked about the combo of Debo Samuel and Trent Williams during the regular season and how much that impacted the 49ers' offensive performance in those three games that they were missing. Um, it's sort of hard to delineate, like, which one – you know, means more, which one matter. I mean, they both matter. Of course, the combination is just deadly, but Debo is a significant part of what this team does on offense. I mean, you, I, I really think that you can look at the beginning of the 49ers game and the beginning of their plan because Debo got hurt on the fourth play. I think it was like a penalty. Um, he gets very hurt on the fourth early play. in the game, very early on the first, right? Round. But, yeah, after the Packers, we, right? But I mean, like we call I mean, that the Rodgers, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Right. The Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah. But, but like the thing with the thing with San Francisco is, and we talk about this all the time, Kyle Shanahan, I mean, it all coaches script out their plays, but like Kyle Shanahan scripting early in games is enormous. And I think that against this Packers defense that he really planned to have a lot of Debo Samuel in that first game, first 15 plays. And when Debo Samuel got hurt on the fourth play, it completely threw his script off because you can't run these plays with other receivers who aren't Debo Samuel because that's the type of player that Debo Samuel is. Like, you get him the ball in space, and he, I mean, like, he got hurt on a Debo Samuel-style play where you get him the ball on a quick screen, and he takes off. And I think for Brock Purdy specifically, 
Debo Samuel, like Chris McCaffrey is obviously a, uh, you know, a great, you know, sort of like panic button weapon. But I think Debo Samuel, in terms of game planning against specific defenses, like a blitzing Todd Bowles or an aggressive maybe Detroit defense, you're going to have to have – you need Debo Samuel as that panic button game script option for Kyle Shanahan to build in for Brock Purdy. And when you don't have him there, it forces Purdy to play a more conventional type of game plan. We also have seen the you know the 49ers have struggled coming from behind. I think against a better defense, I don't know that they come back and win that game last night. So uh, I think you're you – know, I think you're kind of sharing a brain with us where it's just – we don't see an upset maybe next week in terms of what happens with Detroit and Tampa. Bay. Probably like, not. The Niners are probably going to the Super Bowl. But but you said something there. And like, I, you know, Nick and I, I, I think kind of feel the same way. I think we're a little, even a little more divided. I think we like the points maybe with the opponent next week against Baltimore in the AFC Championship. Price dependent for me. Like, I need a certain price yeah. to even think about it. Because like, I think people are going to hear your answer. Oh, well, like, I like either team to beat Baltimore. And they're going to say, well, wait a minute. I just watched the game yesterday. I've watched all the Baltimore games because they're really good and they have the MVP of the league and they blow out everyone close to them, including San Francisco, who mm -hmm. they might see again in the Super Bowl. Like they take care of everybody. Why, why would you like either team? Like it doesn't matter who it is. It sounds like that's more you don't like Baltimore than that you like one of the other teams. What, what do you not like about Baltimore? Like what is it about them where you're like really kind of considering the other side no matter who wins today? Well, I, I don't know that it's – I don't like Baltimore. I really like Baltimore. I think, I think Ravens are a really good football team. Well, not um, that much. Well, I mean, like what are they going to be favored by? Let's say it's a field goal right. against either. I mean, I'm taking the field goal with Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen in the playoffs. because right. I, so I you think don't, it's you don't like big Lamar Jackson then? You don't like Harbaugh? That, that, what's, what's going on here? Why don't you like Baltimore? That's all I'm trying to get to. <laughs> What are you, what, are you, what kind of drugs are you on today? I don't think that it means I don't like Lamar Jackson or I don't like Harbaugh. I, if, if the game were in Buffalo, if it, let's say it was flipped and Buffalo had just beaten the, the Texans, right, and, and it hammered them, and it was going to be uh, either the Chiefs or the Ravens catching three going to Buffalo, I'd be taking the points too. Because I think these are three really good football teams with really good quarterbacks, really good coaches. And he made the case that Sean McDermott kind of, you know, pees down his leg a little bit or, or, his, or his butt cheeks get too clinched up in, in big spots. I don't think that's a that's an outrageous claim. A dude started crying at halftime when he was losing to, T to Tampa Bay a few years ago after Belichick, uh, you know, cucked, cucked him in the wind. So, I mean, I, I get it. But I think generally speaking, we're talking about three pretty good coaches Obviously, three really good quarterbacks. Like, they're three – I mean, maybe they're Burrow in there, too, if you want. But th maybe the three best quarterbacks in football. And I think I'm going to take the field goal with whoever it is, even though I know that this Baltimore defense is fantastic because I believe that Mahomes or Josh Allen, along with the coaching that they have and, and the weapons that they have, are going to find a way to keep it close or force Baltimore to win late. Like, I don't I – don't, I mean, you know, you talk about the blowouts, and they did blow out San Francisco. Um, they blew out Jacksonville. They blew out the Seahawks. They blew out the Lions. Um, I I don't think that they blew out any of the like they didn't play Kansas City or, or Buffalo. And if they had, I don't think they would have blown them out. I mean, Baltimore's been great all year long. They are a if they win the Super Bowl, I hope they win the Super Bowl. So people will shut up about Lamar Jackson. People like Nick 
complaining that Lamar Jackson's not great. I mean, grow up, man. Watch the football. I said that on a text to you yesterday because I bet the over in the game and I was annoyed that they weren't scoring more points. Will asked me what drugs I was on. And then blame Nick. I mean, I'll <laughs> tweet out a picture. I'll yeah. tweet out the text message that Nick sent where he said, Lamar sucks. I mean, like, I don't know. Well, yes, I, I need it. I, I, bet, the, I bet, <laughs> yes, I bet the over in the game. I needed him to score points, and he wasn't right. scoring points. I'm uh, you better I don't be think bet you here. Think Lamar Jackson sucks. Uh, countdown to kickoff. Nick and Ken here on the BetQL Network. Will Brinson, our guest from CBS Sports on Twitter, at Will Brinson. Will, let's hit both of today's games. Get your thoughts, side and total. We only have about probably 90 seconds for each game here. Let's start with the first one, Lions and the Bucks from Detroit. Lions at BetMGM, at least. And I know that there are some six and a halfs on the board right now. At BetMGM, Detroit, a six-point home favorite. The total, 49 and a half. How are you betting Detroit and Tampa Bay? Uh, I, I'm taking the over, if anything, in this game. Um, I mean, I obviously prefer 48 and a half to 49 and a half. Um, that's why you bet it earlier in the week. Uh, but if I were taking a side, I would take Detroit. I don't feel particularly great about it. I know our buddy Pete Prisco thinks that, uh, the Buccaneers can go in there and win. Um, I just think that we are, or not we, I think that the, the, the line here is underrating how good of a team the Rams were. And what a magnificent job Jared Goff did against his old team at home. I also think that there's probably more of a built-in home field advantage in Detroit than can really be calculated, primarily because these fans are lunatics, and they haven't had a good football team in a long time. That place was they're like booing Stafford's kids last week, right? <laughs> like Stafford's kids like, like wear Lions jerseys around the house all the time, and they're booing them mercilessly. So um, – I'll take the Lions here. I, th- I, j- I think I think it's going to be like Baker. May- Baker Mayfield's you know played in plenty of big games. Um, but the other thing I think we're underrating too is the fact that Jared Goff, when he was with the Rams, went to a Super Bowl and they lost the Super Bowl to the Patriots because Belichick, you know, put together a great game plan against the Sean McVay offense that probably should have won a championship for him in 2018. But this is a guy in, in Goff who's played in a lot of big games. So uh, I will take the Lions if I am forced to choose a side here. And Will, like uh, about a minute to go here, you said you, you see the Bills maybe advancing over Kansas City. Just kind of tell us why here. They're a two-and-a-half-point home favorite about a minute to go. Yeah, I mean, I was I was kind of hoping, you know, Nick mentioned the injury news at the top. I was kind of hoping the news would push the uh, money line back down closer to 140 um, or even can in I the, just, the high can I, 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 let me Let me just give the news here since you mentioned it. Teron Johnson, Buffalo's second, second team all-pro cornerback last year, cleared concussion yeah. protocol, expected to play today for Buffalo. Obviously a big deal for that defense. Sorry, I'm yelling at my dog. I muted myself. Though. Um, <laughs> stupid walkie eye, George. Um, All right, like 45 seconds. Really what do you got? <laughs> right. I got I got a wonky eyed dog. That's what I got. Uh, look, I like the Bills. Uh, I picked the Bills to win the Super Bowl before the season. Um, I, I do think that it's going to be a really close game. That's why I'd rather take the money line. I wouldn't be shocked at all if the Bills won by one or two on a last second field goal. Uh, but again, home field advantage going to be massive. Mahomes' first playoff game on the road. I, I don't think it's like that huge a deal, but it is a totally different environment for him, and he's going to be playing in Buffalo. I think he'll come prepared. I think the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs will play a good game. He'll keep it close. Um, probably like the under here a little bit, but I, I, I think the Bills find a way to advance. Um, I, I don't think I don't, I don't I don't think you could really look at this game and be like I know that there's a massive advantage for one of these teams. These are two really good teams with really good quarterbacks, really good coaches, um, a lot of history between the two teams, and I think it'll be an awesome game on CBS and streaming, of course, on Paramount Plus.
That's a good job Perfect. by Will to get the promotion there. Uh, so, Will, on the Lions and the, and the Buffalo Bills to win and cover the spread today, or Buffalo at least to win. My friend, we appreciate it on Twitter at Will Brinson. Check out the Pick 6 podcast. Good luck with the bets today. Enjoy the games. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. All right, the great Will Brinson here with us on You Better, You Bet. On the other side, we will go from Will Brinson to Odyssey Sports NFL insider Brian Baldinger. Baldy will give us his takes on yesterday's games and his picks for both games coming up today in the NFL playoffs. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.